0: Me, Welcome to the first taped episode of keep up with still insane motherfuckers like what's up like I don't know man it's a little weird to look at me on camera while I'm fucking talking to this damn mic. Yes there is a mic motherfuckers. Uh, This is brought to you by John Estrella by the way. Um, He's a good guy. I have to censor his name whenever I speak about him personally. As I do with many people in this show So But he got me this mic so I'm not afraid to say that Something legal Something good Something that uh, That you can pay forward in the world And he has um, He's a good guy He's a great uh, He's a great computer technician Great person uh, Good person to party with So shout out to him real quick But uh, this is episode fucking 33 This is fucking episode 33. I don't know how to look in the camera yet. I don't know how to uh, discuss these topics with you guys without like either looking somewhere else or looking at the camera, but we'll fucking figure it out. We'll fucking figure it out. I have a few configurations going on. Uh, How I want you to fucking see me and shit like that is very important. So we'll get on that. But this is going to be on YouTube now. So I've been talking about it for a long time. Uh my next goal is to get a keep up live version in a studio so this will be taped here obviously and uh, this is this is my room this is my shag pad. but um yeah yes 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 but uh episode 33 is called word up to the wise keep up shut the fuck up whatever the hell you gotta do listen up all those things we like to incorporate with the up, with the X motherfucking mation point of course but keep up 33 is word up to the wise and it's basically uh, making fun of uh, elderly advice I am I'm probably in that category, I'm probably in the the elder realm of of, uh, 33, am I 33? I don't even know, no I'm 33 this is episode 33, but I am not 33, actually. I almost made myself older. I will be 33 in May. I am 32 still. Calm the fuck down, Vince. Calm, calm the motherfucking self down. So, I guess I can pretend like the mic is me. and that Or like... I'm t- when I'm talking to you guys, I'll probably be looking at the camera. But when I'm talking to me, maybe I'm talking to the mic. I don't even know. I don't know which one looks more silly... Does it look better when I have the mic right there? Probably. Who the fuck am I talking to? But anyway, let's adjust this real quick. Let's get this little blotch out of the way. Alright. Ah, now we're back. Now we're back. I don't have my little American flag in there, like, keeping it with Crowder. But I'm trying. Okay, so now that we got the fucking, uh, now that we got the kinks out of the way, here we go. Let's try this again. This is keep up with still motherfucking Vinsane. I'm still here, and I'm still fucking kicking it, motherfucking to your mother, your sister, all those motherfucking women in your family. I am ready to fucking pillage, bitch. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. This is the first YouTube, uh, straight to YouTube show. I still got all my gear, and I'm still ready to bring you the same format. It has uh, What the Fuck Has Happened, which is my monologue. It has What the Fuck Did I Hear, which is, uh, which is the music that I hear passing by. Uh, what the Fuck Did I Watch? Movies, television shows, streaming networks, whatever the case may be. Where the Fuck Did I Go? Most of the time I go somewhere. Sometimes I don't, so maybe I'll stretch it a little bit. And What the Fuck Did I Say? And that is uh, the Phrase of the Week And that's where we go more in depth With the Phrase of the Week So let's start it up So the Phrase of the Week is Word up to the wise We take cliches And we either remix them a little bit Or we just totally dissect the shit out of them Start it off What the fuck Happened this week and, uh, like I said, I'm obsessed with the Joe Button Podcast. I love that show so much. And it's on Spotify. It's really good. It's got Rory and Mal. It's got Parks. It's got Saquon. It's got a good group of people. It hasn't been nominated for a uh, an iHeart Podcast Award yet. Like I said, it was kind of biased with the whole See the God and shit like that. Whatever. But we all know, we all know our quality podcasts out there. Like I said, Joe Rogan is one of the best. Serial is one of the best. There's so many great podcasts out there. I'm humbled that you even want to listen to mine, to be honest. So it's all good. Congratulations to your motherfucking self for listening to this. We here. But like I said, I'm trying to expand the brand. Uh, I'm trying to do it the way that I can. But back to uh, Joe Biden. He brought back the word "pause." Now, it's a very homophobic. I will I will put that disclaimer out there. It's a very homophobic phrase. Uh, but I'm from the '90s. I'm from the '90s. I'm from the, uh, where being gay wasn't not cool. It wasn't not cool. But like, like just being just being gay, gay, like being baggy. I don't know. It, it's totally not gonna hit with some of you guys, but. To me, acting like a fairy was like being gay. It wasn't really so much the sex acts. Like obviously, we weren't really down, down with the sex acts as much as a gay person would be. Uh, but uh, it was just playful, and I could see why. I could definitely see why people would be hurt, or technically, but hurt about it. But uh, nah, nah. <laughs> On a personal level, I could try. I could probably try to get rid of pause, but pause I don't know. I'm very immature. I, it's hard for me to let go of immature words. It's so hard. Like, when Steve Carell brought back That's What She Said, comedy gold. In my opinion, I'm all about... Uh, and I love sophisticated humor. But I also love my toilet and my 13-year-old humor. And uh, The Office definitely offered that. Is it my favorite show of all time? Am I, like, obsessed with it? No, I'm not. But I do love The Office. And The Office is fucking pretty hot. Awesome. I mean, pretty awesome. Uh, That brings me on to my next point. People mistake what they enjoy with what is quality. So when I was talking about uh, the show uh, Haunting on Hill House, which is on Netflix. It's a streaming show. And it's gotten great reviews, actually. Except for me except for me, I don't really know, and probably some other people in my Facebook circle, but I said that it was trash, I said it was absolutely trash, and I, I, to be honest, I think that the whole horror of haunting a house is, genre is trash too, anything with exorcisms and shit like that, paranormal activity, I'm with Paul Mooney, I've said this before in other episodes, but... Now we're on YouTube, so anybody just joining us on YouTube, you get to hear this joke, too. Paul Moody said, there can't be ghosts because of slavery. Because in slavery, they would be haunting to your ass to this day. To all of us, to be honest. I'm half white. Who knows what happened in my whiteness, in my white ancestry.com-ish. I don't know. But I know for a fact that No bueno. No bueno. Uh, that show sucked, that show was fucking trash it was so predictable and all the only thing innovative about it is that they did it in a show format is that they did it within 10 episodes and so I think that was how I felt about Walking Dead at first when I saw Walking Dead I was like wow, I have never seen people pull off a zombie show I've seen so many zombie movies and shit like that I've never seen somebody sustain my interest in a show like that. So that's why I was impressed. With that I'm kind I that I'll give up. That that one I will give like that it wasn't as trash as I'm saying it was because television if it innovates or any medium if it innovates that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. You want it to do that and it gives it so much notoriety and more cool points to be honest. So what was I fucking saying? Because I smelled a little bit before this. (laughs) But like I said, people mistake what they enjoy. So people love American Horror Story. People love The Haunting in Hill House. Even Stephen King is saying that this is the best rendition. But I, I feel like he read the book. I didn't read the book. Shirley Davidson, I believe. I didn't read the book, which inspired the movies, The Haunting. But... just because it was spread out, just because you got to hear everybody's, like, story. These are all things that are used in television and movies today where we just, where we go into another character's uh, side story or perspective. Not the first time we've done this, but we've done this the first time in Paranormal Activity. So that that's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm fucking saying. Like, people will be obsessed with something like, like Riverdale. I had to stop that. I, I recommended that to watch, but I didn't even get to finish it because it was so Dawson's Creek. It was so copycat. It was just like... And they were introducing a lot of paranormal shit. And Twin Peaks just happened. So, how much of that shit am I really going to watch? I'm like... I'm like beleaguered to even watch uh, the rest of Sherlock. I don't even... That shit was definitely overhyped. And I'm definitely... I don't even know if I want to watch How to Making a Murderer. Like that was okay like that wasn't that was overhyped that was okay that was a cool that was alright like that documentary was meant that was very gimmicky to be honest because they were missing so many fucking details and it was just to keep us captivated and and it wasn't like i didn't enjoy it it's just that at the end of it i felt so incomplete and it was because it was so much incomplete fucking information to be honest like it's not my fault that it was incomplete like that it was definitely because they were missing a shit ton of information so watch out for quality guys aside from that there are many shows that I don't even watch that I think are quality anyway um I don't watch Jane the Virgin I think that is a fucking quality show though I don't watch uh Superstore I think that's a very quality show I don't watch this is Us, that's a trash show. Why do I say that? Because like I said, that's a gimmick show. That show is just trying to make you cry every episode. How many times do we need to know how Jack died? Not for me. Not for me. Grey's Anatomy. Never really seen so many episodes, but I know that's a quality show. I know most of Shonda Rhimes' shows are actually quality. Most of David Kelly, David E. Kelly's shows are quality. And I watch all of them. So that doesn't mean so, and the shows that I like, I can tell you, like Real World, that's trash, trash. I was watching Empire for a while, that was trash, that was trash. Uh, there's there's many shows that I watch that suck, and but I could t- I could separate what is quality, and I could tell you what will win an award, and I could tell you what um, your taste and your interest is in towards a show. That's is how nerdy I am, so, you're gonna have to deal with that, you're gonna have to deal with that, I met this person on the LAR, R, gotta include that other R in there, and uh, Long Island Railroad, and out of nowhere, yo, know, it's it's pretty annoying sometimes, and it was annoying with him, not gonna lie, like, in the beginning of it, it, it definitely blew chunks, he was trying to converse with me over, by the way, conversate is in the dictionary now, That's pretty pathetic, but you know what, we make words out of anything, right, go fish on that one, but anyway, he tried to start a conversation successfully, by the way, um, in talking about my Bose headphones, now these are not, these are Sony, but the Bose headphones that I have, that I've replaced actually like three, four times, Bose has an amazing warranty, we talked about that last episode, which, oh shit. Did I forget the title of that damn episode? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm running through titles, guys. I'm running through titles. <laughs> uh, damn, what the hell was last week's episode. Um, ah, much to do with Nada. Whoa, brain fart on that one. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. It's definitely tomorrow. I've recorded this show very late, but it's cool. We usually premiere on Tuesdays, but this week, it's the holiday. L-A episode, it's not really about timing, is it? <laughs> but back to this motherfucker that tried to talk to me and successfully got into a conversation with me on the train, on the R while I was trying to escape work, but we had a lengthy conversation, and he's a media manager, he's on uh, Eyewitness News on ABC7 does work that I like to do when I'm not doing radio and voiceover and podcasting. Those are like my favorite things to do. And I like to act a little bit. Anything creative guys, I'm learning graphic design as we as we speak. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. But no, I I'm taking classes and shit like that with my home girl Maria. She does most of my graphic work anyway, so she's trying to put me onto her, her skills. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. Definitely very grateful for that. Uh shout out to her too. It's her birthday. Uh, her birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday to her. But this motherfucker got to the end of the conversation, the guy on the, the Long Island Railroad talking to me about my Bose headphones. He uh He talked about retiring early and he was my age. And I just it's not that I was jealous. I wasn't jealous. Or maybe a hint, maybe envious. But uh no, no, I'm happy for him. I want him to retire, even if I don't get to retire at his age. How the fuck do you do that? How the fuck do you do that? That definitely has to be some privilege type shit. And I'm not even gonna associate white on top of it. I don't know. I feel like people get lucky when they get to retire that early, and it's not. And then they try to tell you that it's like some base blueprint for for like investing and shit like that. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, like you definitely cheated some type of shit. And we all over here like, cool down, cool story, bro. So I thought that was interesting, I thought that was interesting. And then it took him a little while, you know, you know how I feel about, you know how I feel about friendship requesting purgatory. He left me in there for a little while and he almost lost me, I almost. I know in that superficial world he was concerned, but he almost lost me. But that gets, but that uh, expands on the point that uh, wearing dope stuff will have too many people try to talk to you. Uh, shout out to uh, somebody that claims that he listens to my podcast. Let's see if he does because he'll try to call me out in the group chat. We talk about Pusha T and we talk about Takashi Six Nine like way too much, to be honest. Damn, shout out! I mean, Takashi Six Nine is uh, officially, officially the new. Uh, Bobby Shmurda, he's the, he is the, I was gonna call him white, but he's not white, he's Mexican, he's fucking Mexican, I don't care how light-skinned you are, uh, I, we, I was just talking about this with someone, actually, uh, someone said uh, that they weren't, you know, Peruvian enough or something like that, and they were talking to somebody in Peru, and they didn't look like they were from, like, you know, the Machu Picchu or Lima area, And that goes back to my point of, like, being black and being biracial and all the things like that. Like, who the... Culture and language and art and education and traditions. Those are the things that make you who you are and a part of a nation. Not the fucking... Not your skin color, man. That's some make America fucking hate again type shit, man. Seriously. Seriously. But, uh... Yeah, man, wearing wearing uh, dope stuff and and saying Trayway and and beating up people and robbing people and racketeering will definitely get you in jail. And firing your crew, firing your like what's his name, uh, shoddy and all these motherfuckers like from the, the the Trayway Bloods, that will definitely not not get you arrested. It seems that they've been onto his ad since two thousand thirteen. Fat Joe tried to have a little talk with him. Breakfast Club. I guess they got their little exclusive before we got the lockup. <laughs> shout out to them. And uh, like I said, shout out to Hakeem and my old boss Roger. They are the definition of hype beasts. They have hyped these artists up, and they definitely hype up clothes. Definitely hype up Harlem. No offense to Harlem, but that's another overhyped place. How do you, how do you try to make yourself different than Manhattan? Manhattan is bigger than you. So you had to be like the little brother. But no, Harlem got some dope ass history. And it's it's even questionable to say that it's even more than Queen's history. I will not co sign on that. I love my borough. But people will definitely definitely overhype stuff. And and like I said, when you're wearing dope shit, dope shit is dope shit. Don't get me wrong. I love wearing dope shit. But it'll definitely get you way too much attention. It's like being a celebrity, man. It's like you're at the grocery store and they'd be like, oh man, I love those Jordans. And I didn't wear them for that. I wanted you to look. I don't want you to touch. You might have to buy me. If you drop me, if you break me, you have to buy me. Oh man, my fraternity brother just... Whoa, sorry. Whoa. Edit that out. But uh, my fraternity brother, he uh, put up a post, and he's good friends with Jason Kittness. He is a baseball player on the Cleveland Indians. He probably won't be there for long because he's been shit in the bed with his stats. Ha! That's a little jab at you, Jason Kittness, for coming at my frat brother. I tell you guys, I'm way too loyal because Justin wouldn't do. Wow, because homeboy wouldn't do that for me. So anyway, so homeboy blew up his spot. Almost blew up a spot. Jason Kipnis, is some friend you are to this homie. Um, to my frat brother. He put up a veterans day post and he was saying like, oh, one of my biggest regrets is if is that, that I didn't serve. That I didn't serve in the army, navy, whatever, mil- military. I don't regret that guys. I'm not even gonna lie. Never regretted that. I'm not ai I'm I'm a peaceful kind of guy. I, I like uh, I like starting wars by not talking to pe- countries. I like to do that. That's my thing. Um, some espionage, Cold War type stuff. That's that's the kind of presidency that I would run. There would be no missiles or boots on the ground or drones. There would be drones, but for blackmail. That's right. You have to get blackmail in order to do great diplomacy. But I thought that was messed up. I like calling people out, too. It's fun. But damn. You know, he went he went in and he said, yo, that don't stop you. What, what stopped you from serving? Like, why wouldn't you serve? And, of course, he's Jason Kipnis. He's a fucking famous baseball player. Motherfuckers liked his comment and shit like that. Like, at least, like, 20 people on a regular dude's post. Like, I love my dude. And he puts up a great post. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But uh, it's definitely a cult following just like my page. I only have like around 1200 followers on my Instagram. But that's cool. They're all real. I like I like their engagement. Of course I would like more fans. Of course I would like more followers. I I want more exposure for this show. Uh that's natural. That's the marketing. That's the marketing uh that I want to do for my show. That's the free D-Y-I that I can do at this moment. So it's cool. Bigger budgets are in the way. I'll be retiring soon. No, I'm joking. I'm probably never going to retire. Especially, it's not even just like the money. It's not even the money. Like, there's no money that could probably make me retire. Because I just love doing things. I love being active. So I can't imagine in some creative aspect or some influential aspect that I wouldn't be doing something uh, purposeful. Whatever. Uh, Ilan Amar versus Zionism. Now, I am not, I mean, how could you be a fan of peace and harmony and be an anti-Semite? That just doesn't coincide, and I'm not gonna say or oh, harmony whoa i i <laughs> there's nothing harmonious about me, but uh I do advocate for peace uh war of words whatever i don't I don't like when the president does it, but you know war of words it happens, but being uncivil and shit like that, and coming after people's cultures and coming and uh being a bigot that's no good, and so I don't want to support that, but I don't but Being anti-Semitic is totally different than not being uh, pro-Israel. And I am technically not pro-Israel. But that doesn't mean that I'm trying to, like, tell people to kick Israelis out. Or people that consider themselves Israeli citizens. Uh, No, no. it's, It's quite a more complex issue than that. Especially since 1968. So, I just want to say that because you're not totally pro-Israel, like, the actual creation of the country in 1948, actually, uh, and then the borders got misconstrued and expanded in 1968 or 69, I believe. But 1948 is, like, when Britain and the U.S. and other countries came together and gave that land... To the Jewish people after the Holocaust, and so there are people that believe Alana Omar. She is an elected official in Minnesota. She's the first Muslim woman. She is also the first. Crap. Where is she from? She's somewhere from Africa. Uh. Wow. That is. That's really messed up. That I forgot that. Let's see. I have my little, I have my little laptop here. Ilan Omar. Oh, Don Omar. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. No, thanks. There we go. Ilan Omar. She is from. Wow, they got a lot of fact checked in on it. Somalian, Somalian, ah, my homies from uh, Captain Phillips. This is my sheep. Yes, so love those pirate Somalians. So she's gonna represent. She's gonna, she's gonna get rid of that stigma, so I can get rid of that corny joke. So I had some friends post about her, and they were saying that she was an anti Semite because she didn't, uh, she didn't believe in Israel. She had some tweets. She was, like, not pro-Israel. And then she has some other tweets also that uh, say that she believes in a two-state solution and she that she recognizes the importance of recognizing, realizing the Israeli people. And that's where I am, too. That's where I am, too. I want a two-state solution because uh, I don't want anybody displaced. But I also don't want the expanded territories while there is no peace. I also don't want those settlements to expand through Mr. Bibi, Mr. Netanyahu. I don't like the class system that goes on with Gaza. I don't like the unfair bombs that are sent back and forth. There are missiles that are sent from Gaza, from Hamas. A coalition created by Israel, by the way. And then there's a dome that protects Israelis pretty much virtually nothing happens to them they are scared it is a scary situation still still instills terror but um, if you were Palestinian what would you do would you just assimilate and just submit the way that Zionists uh, suggest and this is not an indictment on Jews this is not I live in the second most populated Jewish area in the world not even just in the country in the world Second to Israel, the country. So, where well, there are other religions too, but majority Jewish. And we, New York City, has the second most Jewish population. And first of all, I don't believe that religions should be considered should they be considered a culture? Yes. Should they be considered a race of people? That is digging real deep. I don't believe it me race is skin color and that's something we're trying to avoid i just saw this movie where she said that uh if you don't see my blackness you don't see me and i see what she says by that because i've talked about this before colorblind is one of the dumbest phrases of all time because there are ways to see people's culture and their skin color is beauty there are ways to see it as um Something of a delicacy, of something exclusive, something, something to be proud of, and same thing with culture and everything that I, the, everything that we talk about. But it's not okay to use it against them. It's not okay to use it against them. So being an anti-Semite is something I'm totally against. I don't view her as an anti-Semite. my friends on Facebook were trying to slander her and putting up posts that she was and using her tweets as that was the evidence, the same tweets that you and me have access to that you can look at you can go on her Twitter Twitter. her name is spelled I-L-H-A-N Omar she's a Minnesota state representative Uh, the Farmer Labor Party she is the first Somali American politician. So that's really cool. And that was, uh, this midterm election definitely had a lot of diversity. And I celebrate that. And I don't mind, if she was an anti Semite, I would not be defending her. And there are definitely ways to be an anti Semite. You don't have to just be like, fuck kikes and fuck Jews and shit like that. You don't, that's not the only way. There are definitely ways to be condescending and towards the um, equality lifeline of the culture but like i said i don't believe in any religions having their own land but in this circumstance you got to do what you got to do man it's 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 worth putting those cultures and co- and countries and nations together palestine and israel it's worth making the two state solution whenever they want to do it because uh it doesn't seem like they want to do it they want to keep fighting with like iran and yemen and syria the whole Middle East, man. I, I, I'm not a religious person, but if I was, I would definitely be praying for that area because it's just getting raped, just getting raped by the whole world. Uh, this is this is less rapey. This uh, this is vape life, and the FDA is coming down hard on Juul, and it came down so hard that the community, the uh, customer base, got a little scared. Got a little. I saw you guys jumping in your boots a little bit. Vape life, vape life is so dorky, People, especially with the box mods, my uncle has one, and I'd be like, you would, you would look like a fucking, fucking smoky, smoker, fucking soccer mom. But anyway, uh, FDA came down on Juul, and it basically came down on Juul like the cigarette companies, and it is a cigarette, it pretty much is, it's, it's a vape cigarette, it's got lots of additives, it's got the nicotine don't got the tobacco, it's a tobacco list, that's it, that's the only thing, I mean, it's not really that good for you, but whatever, it's a sensation, Um, I was using the candy pen for a little while, Uh, damn, Puffco, sorry, Uh, and to be honest, my boss was always using shit like that, he barely uses his shit, it's not because he doesn't believe in his product, the product is dope, he definitely believes in his product he likes, he's like everybody else, he likes variety and he likes testing out the competition and I thought that was dope I, I, I could, I would do the same, so I was hitting I was hitting that candy pen ruby for a little while, pretty good but I don't even like cigarettes anymore not that much, I'll have it socially and shit like that but, so, but I do I do have oral fixation, pause back to that, see, bringing back the word pause pause Thanks, Joe Button, bringing that back, or whoever wanted to bring that back. But yeah, Joel can't sell uh, most of their flavored stuff, and they gotta change their advertising, which was very creepily towards children. And they 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 tried to cover it up, PR wise. Everybody never admits that they're wrong. They just, to be honest, when I become rich enough, I'm definitely gonna hire a publicist, and that'll be the last time you hear me apologize. But the jewel, they like I said, like just like the cigarette companies, just like the tobacco industry, they cannot sell to children, and they have to now abide by not putting so much flavored shit out there, menthol and all that stuff. So it was it was a matter of time, especially with Jewel being over a billion dollars in worth. Gotta do your thing, man. Gotta 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 regulate. Amazon. I am for Amazon. Not for the company itself. I mean I do enjoy all their services, not even gonna lie. Bit too big to fail, right? Alright, guys. Like I said, I am a fake revolutionist. And I and I would not be mad if Amazon went down tomorrow. There will be another company to pick up the slack. But let's get into a, a friend of mine, well, she's not super a friend of mine, she was a classmate in middle school, and now she lives in uh, Oregon somewhere, some some place that pickles a lot of things, and didn't experience the presidency of George Bush, if you watch Portlandia. But, where were these people when Seattle was going underground with their unemployment numbers, and their rent hikes. Where were the people then? You know what I'm saying? Like, where were the boycotts when that was happening? So if you are not up in the news, Jeff Bezos uh, did a bidding war within the U.S., and the the U.S. fell for it. We all fell for it. Our, our, Our cities, our metropolises all came together and gave some really, really terrible deals to Amazon to pitch to them to bring their headquarters to the city. So New York and Virginia won. And the Virginia, I'm like, I don't even know where the city is in Virginia that they're using. Let's look that up. Let's look that up, dog. Amazon in Virginia. So it's going to be in, oh, look at that. They're even putting up jobs already. Northern Virginia. Arlington. So in Arlington, Virginia. Now, I would be more upset if I was a Virginian. I believe that's what they're called. Uh, I would be more upset with them because they they're have they not that great with employment numbers. And New York is. And, when New, and New York is a metropolis, guys. It's not Topeka, Kansas. Let's get this straight. We are an evil city. I don't live in those Dawson's Creek areas for a reason. Those are the places that need more morality. Those are the people that need the homeless people to go move over there. No, I'm joking. And to be honest, poor people move over here too. So like, trying to blame all of New York City's problems on rich transplants is not really the way to go. And we're competing with places like Tokyo, London, San Francisco. Are we trying to copy over of San Francisco? Berlin. Somebody argued with me that Berlin, we need to take a playbook from them and boycott them so hard that Google won't bring their headquarters. And to be honest, Google's headquarters is already here. So we're going to boycott Amazon. I don't get it. And like I said, I'm pro-business. I'm not for the Oculus. That shit was over a billion dollars costly. And that shit looks like a fish fillet vagina. It looks like a shark vagina. People are going into this Oculus shark vagina. And some of them don't make it out. Some of them don't make it out. But like I said, I'm not trying to be some conservative. But when it comes to New York City, and same thing with the New York Yankees. I have a lot of socialist views. I like equality in many areas, and I, including health care and education. I believe that housing, a fair job, a fixed wage. Not a fixed wage, but like a competitive wage to inflation. I believe in those democratic socialist values. But when it comes to capitalism, I have no cap. And that's how capitalism should be, especially if you're if everybody's starting equally. If everybody's starting equally, that is great capitalism and Amazon has done that unfortunately and we keep electing officials that he's able to lobby with and just like the just like the Koch brothers with Walmart uh they're able to do these things and you don't really stop them you don't really stop them you only stop them when they're about to bring their headquarters so same thing like are you going to do the same thing when like the Yankees and the Mets want to build a new stadium let's say the Jets and the Giants want to come to the city <coughs> the taxpayers subsidize that. Are you going to stop Citibank from bringing their headquarters here? So I just don't see what the big fuss is about. But the real crime, the real crime is that the person that complained on Facebook, on my Facebook timeline, she lives in Oregon, she put up some long-ass fucking status that said, like, like, and it like included, like, the origins of these, like, prominent Queens people. But she was pertaining to Long Island City. Her focus was Long Island City. Now, people that I've told this story to in person, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's Queens, it's Queens. Now, if you read the damn post, which I'm only reiterating, and I'm only verbalizing to you guys. So obviously I'm not going to say it verbatim. But she was correlating everything to Long Island City. And she even said that like it was so close to home because she she's from Jackson Heights. She said, I don't even know if you guys know this, but she said that Run DMC, home of Run DMC, home of Queen Latifah. Now she said Queen Latifah first. Let's get to Queen Latifah first. Queen Latifah is from Newark. Newark. One of the places that lost the bid, by the way, to Amazon making their headquarters, Chicago, all those cities. Newark, New Jersey. And one of my friends was sad that it didn't go there. But again, this is Amazon. New York is trying to be like Silicon Valley and Hollywood. Those are the things that New York is missing. It is not worried about, unfortunately, poor people. Which are not that many in New York City. There are not that many. And it is rough. But to be honest, people try to die to live in this city. And again, I believe in reality. But New York City does not live in reality. And when it comes to these big moves, New York City doesn't survive on millions of moms and pop shops. They survive on these kind of deals. People sometimes, so we attract the best of the best when you do that. And again, that's not something every city needs in in all of North America. New York City needs that. And sorry that I'm contributing to the oligarchy like that. But if you really want to make a change, you don't do it now. You do it during the midterms. You do it during the general election. Like, protesting after the fact. Go convince your friends to fucking vote. Stop fucking looking at me. I'm always trying to get people to invoke, like, their emotions and, like, how they feel about what's going on in the world and facts and shit like that. So... I'm trying to do my part am I going out on a picket fence and shit like that most likely not but I definitely am trying to I advocate voting all the time I try to even make you look stupid when you don't vote so it ain't me compulsory voting coming soon what the fuck did I hear there weren't that many album releases this week but there were uh, some good ones. So Delta is out now and that's Mumford & Sons then we have Caution by Mariah Carey and we have Oxnard by uh, Anderson .Paak and I love all these artists Uh, Mariah Carey's a little washed up but she still brings out some good music every once in a while and this is a pretty good album Caution is a pretty good album we've played a few songs on the show on the on the radio version of this show the podcast version we've not made it our way there yet but there may be some, the help is on the way help is on the way they uh her songs are usually on the release wire that we play so we'll play that and now you get to see you get to see me listening to these uh release wires with you or orchestrating how you how you hear them so yeah, and there wasn't that much music news. Oh, was there at Takaji Six but that would have to mean that he's music. And I cool. saw his track list. Holy shit, Gummo, FIFO, Bebo, FIFO, MIFO. I don't even know. I don't like his track list was so retarded. So I'm not even that mad that he's going to jail. Like I'm mad I'm mad to the fact that he didn't know he was going to jail. That's more at what I'm mad at. I'm mad that he didn't know he was going to jail. Shoddy, all these motherfuckers They basically were like, yo, Feds, ATR, ATF, I mean, come get me. Come get me. Homeland Security was on that ass. Damn, what the fuck do you got to do to be on Homeland Security's radar? Like I said, Racketeer and all that shit, man. He got some John Gotti fucking counts on that ass. But that's like it for the music news. So it's, uh, like I said, so the album release, you heard those. Uh, there's like a few vinyls and 50 anniversary things that I could tell you about. Chris Cornell, only, you know, some dead people and shit like that. But we're not going to go there. Why? Why? And if you have any suggestions, you can definitely, and now I'm going to have a YouTube comment section. It's pretty dry. It's pretty dead. But I would love some more shares. I would love some more follows. I would love some more mentions. So I'm putting out the content It's up to my fans Whoever they are To start promoting me man To start word of mouth Whatever the case may be I'm going to try my hardest As a matter of fact Like I said the next goal Is to come out with a studio version of this show Which is called Keep Up Live The next goal is to Go to some podcast festivals Promote myself out there Get my podcast on title. Uh, streaming service and also iHeart Radio. Uh, there we go. So I'm gonna be conquering these goals. Uh, episode 50 is coming soon. I know that, like, you know, you're not really thinking about that because it's episode 33 right now. Word up to the motherfucking wise. But I was thinking about throwing a party. I was thinking about throwing like a little, a little uh 50th episode party and promoting through that. And also, you know, try to revamp the show a little bit. Try to get it a little different. You know, I don't like things getting stale. I don't like things getting too So I'm gonna really try my hardest to incorporate more guests by then. Because right now I'm a little I'm a little shell shocked. I'm a little shell shocked from the last hosts that I tried to schedule, they they definitely were not uh, worthy of my time. That's the thing, guys. I do promotions, so when I do the promotions and you're on the promotion and you end up canceling, that is so disrespectful. And Lauren Lasanco, I love you, girl. You're the reason why I did that. So my next my next people is around December first. The, inter- the people I'm going to the people I'm going to have, and they're not going to be It's Just like Joe Button, they're going to be guest starring. And they're going to be talking about talking about topics that they want to talk about, or topics that I have talked about on my segment, on my segments, on my what the fuck segments. So, here we go. Here's the my first time hitting the release radar uh, on this YouTube version. So let's let's turn off let's turn off this light and let's get to the music. Well, wow! Being on this YouTube format, I totally forgot to introduce the songs. So we have the mantra from Creed Part Two, the album which I'm going to see today with my uncle, and it's going to be great. "Live with Me" by the Rolling Stones and Cheryl Crow. Hasta La Vista" by Little Wayne. "Girl's Best Friend" is uh, Two Chains and Ty Dolla Sign. Lava by Dirty South, Beloved by the album uh, Delta, that is uh, Mumford & Sons, Lights On by Tyler the Creator, boyfriend of uh, Jaden Smith, oh boy, and he denies it though, Tyler the Creator, but Jaden Smith, just like a stalker boyfriend, would call him his boyfriend still, I don't even like the way I did this line, it looks like I have like a handlebar mustache, I don't, Movember, uh, Never Over by one of my favorite rap groups of all time The Lox Ice Cream by Troy Ave Caution by Mariah Carey Six Summers by Anderson Pox from Oxnard Gucci Mane The Smashing Pumpkins Marching On uh, Gucci Mane like I said not going Featuring Kevin Gates I don't really listen to Kevin Gates that much But you'll be listening now Blue Medusa by Mickey Avalon. I like him. He's one of my favorite artists. Uh, There's a new song with Ghostface Killer, Snoop Dogg, E-40. Oh, man, the track with Snoop Dogg on Oxnard is really awesome. And he's produced by Dr. Dre, so he's on Aftermath also. Metro Boomin's got a pretty dope album. They got a good single, Gucci Man, 10 a.m., Rose Sacrifice by the Avid Brothers. Timothy by my favorite, one of my top three favorite bands, Little Dragon. Off D's uh, with J.I.D. and J. Cole. You know I always got to play J. Cole. Katy Perry has got a new song. Is this a new song? I don't really listen to Katy Perry that much. Not that I don't like her. She's got a good voice. Since she's got some, got some amazing titties. Uh, I don't really like the haircut on American Idol, to be honest. It's a little weird. But... Arcells we played most of their albums so let's get into it let's get into it are gonna rest the world and be vibrant no play so much it i think it's time to gives a move. Never over. It's, never over. Hey, hey, it's never over. 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 Bring it back, get Put it on a from J, throw Hide in the scene house. her money, turn them over. turn them over. Turn the turn the next door. Uh. for Niggas out my I get money, keep a Ice and cream, so she scoop. Pick up game. Man, I ball I shoot, can't do business with no suit, blowing heat, blowin suit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. keep niggas out. No, just my fail. Stay, yeah. Stay, Stay with caution. Stay hey, yeah, yeah. caution I hope she kissing your readers and black gowns. Billy caught the desert eagle and it's legal to tote it. Little nigga bullied out his pumas, but why he had to shoot the whole school up? And so I smoke, drink, just to the, the pain, get the coke, train in the coke home, And so I smoke, drink, just to the, the pain, get the coke, train in the coke hole. So 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 this she gon' bang at least six summers. summers. I'm investing in bullets. I came from there, I perfected my juggling. Diamond teeth, got a watch full of booger. Got a chef, vegetarian cooking. Cameraman, get professional footage. (laughs) They (laughs) tell me stop my all these massive cars. They told me, please take out your body. Hey, now let me show you how to maintain and sustain as I like crush game. Smooth that self lived with a to crush my crush game. Lavish living, bust on the kids with bad intentions. Smoke dope, go for broke, young love, the homie said. But I better get with the piss too quick. Nigga talking a shit. I'm talking oh, shit. Okay, East Atlanta playboy Don't got much to say, boy. Cradle to the grave. And it's still like this is a slave boy. It ain't shit to pull up. Pick the fucking tool up.
1: Screaming hot and though. You're
0: pushing daisies hide. in some tool up. Kitty bitty bitch. Niggas in the city with pull over the stick. I pray with a dick. See what a minute, nigga. Bitch. Me and Big Frank got a damn good thing going on way more than a random flame. Cold and J with a stand up. Niggas can't stand them. Got a new pants up Look at my equipment my crit. Suicide, suicide, those on my phantom Get on my dick, get on my dick. On my dick. Put it in my ship. Get, get edible, get edible, got the bungees, but I got the bungees. I'm a double this shit, but I better get quick with the pistol They Then talking this shit, now I'm talking about shit. Yep. Didn't mean to start that with a cough But You know That happens That happens sometimes in showbiz folks And that's it for the music What the fuck did I just watch What the fuck did I just watch <clears throat> Watched the girl in the spider web starring Claire Foy it was very good it was it was less with Loony, uh, Rooney Mara and my man Daniel Craig and that was actually a better version but it's not even just a version like it's the sequel so Claire Foy plays this and she uh is a strange her strange sister and father come back and they get involved in a project that she is trying to Extract information from this hacker, and then all these hackers try to kill her, and it gets tangled in with the sister and a strange father. So it's pretty good. It's again, it's not the better sequel, it's not, uh, and they lost Rooney Mara and Daniel Craig in the process. So it's all right, uh, it's pretty good. Overlord, JJ uh, Abrams project, and nobody of remembrance of their names in the, in the film. Awesome! Really good film. Uh, it was B-level quality, but A-level action. So I thought that was really dope. Uh, if you're going to go in a cheesy genre route, you might as well fuck it up, man. You might as well like put some really dope energy into it. And I felt like they did that with this movie. So I was, uh, I was enthralled. I think zombies are way more entertaining than paranormal activity. Zombies can... I like... Things that seem real, and like viruses, and things eating at your brain, and people eating your flesh, because there's already cannibalism out there. I think that's way more scary than ghosts. Ghosts are so not real. Uh, People that believe in that type of shit are fucking retarded. Sorry. Not fucking sorry. You know when I say sorry, I'm not really sorry, right? So even saying not sorry doesn't even matter. The Grinch. The Grinch, not your 2000 Yeah, your 2000 That shit was 18 years ago The Jim Carrey version Which is an excellent version And so is this, but it's not better than Jim Carrey's version So, The Grinch Which is heavily Done by Pharrell With the narration and even the soundtrack With Tyler Creator, they did an excellent job Um, you just heard A song with Santa Gold from that soundtrack That was dope So dope But the movie was pretty good. It was missing some elements and they modernized it a little too much. They made Cindy Lou, who someone that was going to like uh, capture the Grinch more than like be more like a victim. So I don't know how I really felt about that. I'm not too nostalgic. I was open to it being better. Uh, I love the, the animation route that they went in because they did that for Horton Here's a Who. They did that for. Most of the movies, the Lorax. So, that's pretty cool. I watched The Hate That You Give, starring Amandla Stenberg. That weird-ass name. Of course, she's fucking biracial. Uh, She plays a black uh, girl in this film. And uh, Regina Regina, uh, Hall is in it as well. It's her mother. And so is Issa Rae. She is a criminal justice lawyer, a social justice warrior, and a and a lawyer, an attorney. And so basically, Amanda Stenberg, Stenberg she witnesses one of her high, high school crushes uh, die at the hands of a police officer. And throughout the movie, obviously, uh, justice is, is hard to prevail. And even harder is that she lives a double life. She... She goes to high school in a very predominant white, affluent uh, demographic, and the area that she lives in is very uh, not poor, but but definitely uh, middle income with some crime, and there's definitely a gang uh, life in it. And so it's very good. It's it's a pretty good movie. The hate that you give it, I didn't even know that it was a <laughs> it was a Tupac lyric that they based that off of. So that was pretty cool but a very good movie that's what I watched uh, as far as shows I, I I told you I finished House of Cards like I said Doug and, and Claire they did a good job replacing uh, my man my, my awesome dude I love him as an actor but he's such a douchebag so love that What else? did Did I watch something else? I feel like I watched another show. Oh, I almost forgot. There we go. There we go. Fuck Kevin Spacey. No, I'm joking. Um, Yo, yo, Rob Madden. Let's get on this. Richard Madden, I think it's Richard. He played Game of Thrones, Rob Stark. All right? Follow me. Now, Britain had a number one show that was six, a limited series that was six episodes. It was called Bodyguard. Not The Bodyguard with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. This is even better. This is a bodyguard that um, has PDST from Afghanistan. So it's modern, pretty modern. Not that modern, actually. Probably like a little bit during the Bush era. And uh, Tony Blair. So this is in Britain, and he is assigned to the most conservative person in the parliament. And she is the Home Secretary, which is the Homeland Security uh, Secretary. And it's actually a bigger role over there. And to be honest, they're more of a target, and they're more near the action, so that makes sense. But, uh, yeah, and it's crazy. It's only six episodes. They're even talking about a season two. I wouldn't even care if they did it. It was so fucking good. I don't even need more. Do I need more? Maybe. It kind of wrapped it up. But it was very good. So I wouldn't be mad if I saw another season of that. But you need to check that out. It was that fucking good, guys. Fuck the Haunted Hill House show. You need to replace it with some goodness. Go watch and fuck making a murder part two. Why the it, motherfucker's it, not even out of jail? Like, Brandon is out of jail. We know we, we we see all this shit on TV. Why do we need to see it on the damn? Nah, I watch it. I watch it just because I watched the first one. I started watching narcos too in Mexico. Very interested in that. I love my man Pena and I love Miguel Pena too. I love uh, him in real life. So, you need to watch Bodyguard. Especially if you like the actor from Game of Thrones. Especially if you like him. He kills it. He's awesome. I think he's Scottish. I didn't even know that. So it's, uh, it's, it's an awesome show. BBC killed it. Killed it. It's definitely getting some Emmy nominations. They fucking murdered that shit. It was great. So anyway, uh, let's move on to where I didn't fucking go. Did I go, and did I not go? I didn't go to my kickball end-of-the-year party. Fuck them. We didn't even need to get into that fully. Uh, Shout-out to my boy, Steve. He confirmed last night I was thinking about going to this uh, friends giving of theirs, and they were like, and, and they invited me, but I, I asked him if he wanted to go because he exited the group chat. He was like, dude, I would be fine if I never talked to them again. I was like, oh, my God. You totally took the fucking words out of my mouth. Word up to the wise on that one. But I did go to a Friendsgiving. And it was definitely for the girl that friendzoned me like crazy. The Korean girl. As a matter of fact, I think she had one of her fuck buddies at the location. But it was delicious food. She had like some stuffed sausage, mushrooms, some dope baked macaroni and cheese. I think when she was piping the black guy in Alabama, the guy definitely rubbed off on her. Because she had some dope ass candy yams. She was killing it. She was killing it. And it made made me getting friend zoned and taking a Uber pool worth it. Worth it. The Uber pool was like 20 bucks. That was clutch. He didn't really drop me off all the way, but fuck it. Whatever, man. Desperate times nowadays, man. Desperate times. It's the holidays. I gotta be able to get some gifts. Uh, I gotta make things tight, man. I gotta make things tight. So on to the phrase of the motherfucking week. Dun-dun-dun. My name's Jeff. Fuck you! a gotcha, bitch. Headshot. Mm. I don't think this video is going to well. Me, nigga! I do think this video is going to do well. <laughs> What the fuck did I just say? And what the fuck did that whole sequence just say? Oh well. Up to you to figure out, motherfuckers. You can pickle anything. Word up to the wise. You can pickle up anything. And you can make a TED talk on anything. Somebody somebody sent me a TED talk on marijuana. And that's not so surprising. The TED talk that surprised me, I told you, was the cyberbullying with Monica Lewinsky. Now, not to say that it's not something that's prevalent, because it is cyberbullying is so prevalent nowadays. And I agree. Now, I didn't agree at first that she was one of the first cyberbullying victims, but it just shows you, man, you can make a TED talk on anything. Uh, this is the uh, this is how I scratch my balls, guys. Uh, I like to get the first left nut first, firstly and foremost, out of the way. Got to get that itch out. Then I put a little bit of gold bond on the right nut. And uh, that's my, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. So like I said, man, you can basically pickle anything. And you can also TED Talk anything. Elder millennial advice. Now, I don't like to give it. I am considered an elder millennial. I am like on the cusp of millennialism. And I saw this post by one of my friends that's going to be going on uh, a bachelor trip with me for my brother. He is Native American, and uh, he is a Native American brother who lives in Israel. Cool guys. Uh, he makes beautiful Native American art. Uh, lots of, uh, <sighs> lots of what does he do for art? Oh, uh, ceramics. Lots of ceramic art. Beautiful, beautiful pieces. you got to hit him up. But uh, he gave some bad elder millennial advice. He attributed his bad classroom management, which classrooms are all different. They're not all uniform. They're not all trying to make you look good or letting you make your lessons. These, These people are human beings too. And as a matter of fact, they're adolescents, so they're even worse. They're like less than human. So this motherfucker like thought that like he had like a guest pass on this shit, like as if shit was all sweet. Mm-mm. no I believe that it's just bad classroom management I I remember like I said I, I had that kid throw the fucking stool at him and shit like that like that was bad classroom management on my part and so if you're, kids are always gonna be kids like they're not changing their ways anytime soon so expecting parents to raise them right for your classroom That'd be nice, that'd be courteous, that would be a great ideal world, sounds good on paper, doesn't always happen. So, I don't like when people go, well, you know, in my day or my age, like, the Nine, 69 like, everybody, like, giving advice and shit like that. Yo, that's the life that we live, man, like, people are trying to get noticed in there, and they gotta do some wild ass shit, especially the talentless things that he has. He has no talent, so the trolling shit. What are you gonna say, man? You gonna try to like imply for like the whole generation and shit like that? No. But I will say this though. I caught a little kid looking at two, three screens, and he got upset when you tried to turn off one. So, I don't even know where that fits in with elder millennial advice, but I got a few things to say to that kid uh taking the nap of doom i had a, my cousin she was gonna come into the city with her friend he, she's from boston fuck boston and she fell asleep and that is that is definitely we've all been a victim of this before uh falling asleep like taking a nap and then totally canceling on plans we've all done this and i've done this and once somebody says they're taking a nap at like eight p.m., seven p.m., even, even anything past five, I know you are not going out. Like you're done. Like it's over. It's over. Brunch, all those things they attribute to that. It's never just one thing that did you in. Back to Takashi six nine. Sorry, it was like the Takashi episode. Too many of my friends keep talking about this motherfucker. It's never one thing so even in friendships even things people break ups and shit like that I, you know i always like say oh this and that and that's why no it was never one thing and it'll never be one thing so there's always many reasons to everything and that's and i'm not usually that vague but it's true it's true that vague statement that i just said right there it's never just one thing it never is and even when people tell you about yourself, or like they're telling you off, or they're giving some exploitation piece, there's always more. Just letting you know. Girls give the best head when they think that you're their main squeeze, or they, ha- or you're potentially going to give them more commitment. Once that commitment is out the door, unless the girl enjoys it on her own, giving great head. Say goodbye to good head. I was getting some pretty decent dome from this chick. And once I told her that, like, that was the furthest it was going to go. Bad head all the way. Totally microwave head. I had to tell that to the girl that I was traveling to Brooklyn for. She was like, I'll suck your dick. Like, you know, to entice me to come over. And I was like, but you gave me microwave head before. And she's like, microwave head? I'm like, yeah, like you gave me some, like foreplay head like like i gotta do this in order to keep your dick hard head and that's no good guys don't settle for that never settle for that type of head microwave head i I heard on joe button's podcast they were making fun of parks for not having a microwave you know what i like a microwave don't get me wrong i would have it in my crib but i don't blame him microwaves are kind of disgusting and microwave head is even worse They halfway like you, you are get miserable. Ahead. Uh, this is towards my sister. If you give too many ultimatums, the person will snap, and it's true. If nobody has options, people fucking snap. And I snapped at her a couple weeks ago, and I, of course, I regret it because I don't want to fight with my sister, my own fucking sister. But uh, like the way that we fight, like I said, man, like there's people out there, including her, that like just don't relent on certain things, and they expect you to relent on everything. And they expect you to submit. And that's not a healthy way to live life or to have a good relationship. So, shout out to people that are able to figure that out. I have not fucking figured that out quite yet. I don't like trying something food-wise after I've tried something great. Even if I've had orgies, (laughs) which I haven't had many. But let's say I fuck somebody gorgeous and fucking amazing. And then I end up fucking jerking off right after or I end up fucking some ugly bitch right after. It ruins the taste of the awesome fucking bitch that you were fucking fucking. Same thing with food. If I have something really dope and then somebody goes, oh, try this. And then I try it and I'm like, damn, that was definitely not as good as what I was just eating. So now you have like this bitter taste of disappointment and bitter taste of grossness. <sighs> fucking nasty. Word to the wise. Eat what you want to eat after you tried that nasty shit. Or it could be good. And most li- sometimes it'll actually not most likely. Sometimes, very rare times will it be better than what you actually ordered. So now that you have another dilemma. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Cliche cliche. All I gotta say to wrap this up is don't listen to me because there's too much losing to being correct. I've lost so many friends trying to be right. If you want to keep friends, guys, just be wrong. And just make people think that you're wrong. We know you're right. Guys, this is the last, this is uh, episode uh thirty three. I am ending it right here. Fuck everybody. Fuck the world. How did I get to yawning? I'm not even tired i'm ready to to rock this fucking thanksgiving week happy thanksgiving to all you guys. i hope you stuff lots of things including turkeys uh here we go man you give, you better follow me on still of insane on all my platforms keep up m y c on uh instagram keep up shut up on facebook my twitter is still of insane S-T-I-L-L-V-I-N-S-A-N-E I am not on the real hot fresh uh show anymore i got things in the works Welcome to my first YouTube episode. Shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up, motherfucker. Over and out, homies. Oh, shit. Bye.